Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Mind Body Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Michaels, and thank you for being here once again today. Today is going to be a short little episode where I just speak from my heart, so I hope you don't mind. I've been doing a lot of solo shows lately because I've been feeling inspired to offer um, things that kind of come up for me in working with uh, one-on-one clients. I've been um, having little ahas and, and, and intuitions come through me, and so I just want to offer some of those um, that I think might be helpful for you guys. And so before I get into the show, I would love to just remind you to and plead with you with my heart and my gratitude to um, go ahead and uh, send me a review on iTunes. Offer me a little bit of your love and time and uh, in exchange, I will offer you a podcast each week. <laughs> and uh, I thank you so much to everyone who has written in um, so far and offered a review. I even got my first two-star review this week, which um, they didn't say anything about um, why they gave two stars. But if that was you, I would love to hear from you. I'm always looking to improve and um, grow. So I would love to know what I could do to make this a better listening experience for you. And so on with the show today, there is this quote that has been ringing in my mind-body system for the last um, few weeks, and that is, it's a quote by Stephen Covey that says, how we relate to the problem is the problem, or how we see the problem is the problem. And in the case of chronic pain or symptoms, that little quote in and of itself is everything. I had a pretty severe neck pain show up on Saturday morning. I woke up with it and suddenly it got worse through the day. It got worse the next day. Today it's still there. And um, the way that I'm relating to it is completely different than the way I related to something like this two years ago. When I was swimming in chronic symptoms more often, I was dealing with the pain as if it were a foreign invader that I didn't want. And I related to it as if it were an enemy. I related to it as if it were wrong. I related to it as if I were doing something wrong and tried to fix it, tried to fix myself, tried to fix... um, you know, what was going on in my emotional self. And while all of those things can work sometimes, I find that if someone is experiencing pain a lot of the time, it gets to this point of frustration, right? Nobody likes having it. Nobody wants it. And we are naturally guided to feel frustrated and victimized by it. But when we feel like a victim of pain, when we feel afflicted, when we feel like, you know, everything we've done and nothing's working and we have this awareness, but nothing's shifting yet. If we have that sort of dialogue going on in our mind, that means we still feel like the victim of it. We still feel like it's wrong. And so I urge you to simply notice how you've been relating to your pain. 
How have you been communicating with it? How have you been treating it? If your pain or your chronic symptom, whatever it might be, fatigue, IBS, anxiety, panic, if your symptom were a guest in your home and you could see yourself treating it the way you've been treating it, how would your house guest feel? And I want you to just imagine that maybe your chronic symptom is a relationship partner. You've been in a relationship, whether you like it or not, and ask your symptom some curious questions like, How have I been to you in this relationship? How have I been treating you? Have I been giving you my love and my support and my acceptance? Or have I been wanting to rip you from my body with all of my might? (laughs) And just tune in. What comes up for you? How have you been treating your symptoms? And do you think that the way you've been treating it in your mind has been helping it to feel safe? A lot of times when we are dealing with months or even years of chronic symptoms, we get to this place where it's like we want to end the relationship. We don't want this relationship anymore. But I would encourage you to first and foremost begin to tune in to the relationship itself. Begin to form a, a kinder relationship with your body and its symptoms. Have a dialogue with your symptoms and see what messages are within that dialogue. And you may be wondering, how can I have a dialogue with my symptoms? How can I have a dialogue with myself? But it's really quite simple. And I'm going to kind of give you an example. And you can use this inner dialogue with your symptoms whenever you notice that you're treating your symptoms poorly or that you're treating yourself poorly for having the symptoms or you're treating yourself like a kid who's just not getting it yet. And so when you notice this resistance, when you notice this pattern coming up within you, that means that there's some part of you that still feels unsafe. And so it would do you well to go have a conversation with that part of yourself. Sit down and have a conversation with yourself as if you were talking to an old friend. And this conversation may feel awkward or weird at first, and I wouldn't expect any kind of enlightened voice to come through. It's literally like you're talking to someone you know really well. It is a part of you that might feel like something has happened to it or something is currently happening to it. And so it feels insecure or threatened. And so then your body is just trying to protect you. And when we forget that that's what's happening, we tend to ignore or try and push away or try to process away our symptoms. 
And so when we sit down instead and have this inner dialogue with ourselves, we can begin to learn about what messages the pain might have for us. And we can tune into our inner wisdom and just see what might be underneath um, the, the symptoms themselves. And so I showed up with a pretty intense neck pain on Saturday. And so I'll just kind of give you an example of what it sounds like to me when I have this inner dialogue with myself. So I tune in and I take a few nice breaths. I put my awareness on that part of myself. And it's like I invite it in to sit down next to me. And then I ask it, can we talk? And it responds with, yes, we can talk. I say, what is it that you're here to protect me from? What is it that you would like to shield me from? And I wait for an answer. And what came through for me in my current manifestation of this neck pain was, you're doing too much. Stop doing so much. And then I ask it, is there something that I can do to help you feel safer? And what comes through for me in this moment is you can rest, you can be kinder to yourself, you can take some time to do absolutely nothing. You can go play. And then I tune in and I ask, what does this make you feel like, this overdoing that I'm doing? What what am I making you feel like when I do too much? And it's telling me that you're making me feel like I'm never good enough, that I never have any of the answers for myself and that they all sit outside of me. Don't you trust me? Don't you trust that I know all that I need to know in every moment. And so I say to it, I totally get it. I totally understand. And I know that this is a wound of mine that runs deep. I know this is a wound of ours that runs deep. And I know that you were made to feel like you weren't good enough by society. You were made to feel like you weren't good enough by your friends in school. You were made to feel like you weren't good enough in interactions with your siblings. And I know that was tough. So now I say to you that I'm here now. 
and I'm grown and I can protect you no matter what is happening, no matter how busy I get. You can always count on me to protect you. And then I ask, can I count on you to feel safe now that you're grown, now that we are grown? My neck says, yes, of course. And then I'll say, well, I have this goal. I have this goal of, of growing and getting smarter and more knowledge so that I can help others better. I have a goal of guiding people on their own journeys. And I have a goal of feeling good in my body all the way through. So can I count on you to be on board with that? I need you to be on board with that. Can I count on you? Yes. You can count on me is what comes through. And so having this kind of dialogue with your symptoms, just asking these questions and waiting for a response didn't feel comfortable for me to do this at first. It didn't feel like anything was coming through except for my imagination. And that's fine. Your imagination is your intuition. And these messages that come through to you in silent moments, in stillness, are messages that you need to hear, but you need to ask the questions first in order to connect with that which is crying out for your attention. So try having this inner dialogue with yourself and see what comes up. You can have this dialogue with your pain, but you can also have it with your inner parent, your inner mom, your inner dad, your inner child, your inner man or woman, your inner warrior, whoever you need to get on board with where you're going in your life, with your vision that you have for yourself get them into a conversation and get them all on the same page. And as you do this one by one, by having this holy dialogue with your inner selves, your inner teenager, your inner child, your inner infant, whoever needs the most attention, whoever didn't get that attention, have that conversation with them. See what questions come up and see what answers come up and see if they can agree to get on the same page as you. And you'll notice sometimes that as you do this, emotions might come up. So just feel into your body when these emotions come up. Feel into any tension or anything, any kind of symptom that is showing itself as you have this dialogue with all of these versions of yourself. And then just breathe into those spaces. And what is happening there, if you notice those emotions come up, those emotions have likely been stored in that particular place and they're attached to a particular memory or a particular survival mechanism. So just let all of that be shown to you and don't try to fix it. Don't judge it. Just be with all of that stuff that comes with it. And so this is one way you can begin to develop a beautiful relationship with your body, with your pain, with your symptoms. And whatever emotions do come up, 
I'm going to offer a kind reminder just not to take them too seriously. Emotions are simply energy in motion, and they don't define you. They don't define who you are. They don't define anything other than energy. And when we can let them move through us in this way, when we can tune into our inner selves, when we can tune into our inner innocence, our inner child, our inner kid who is hurt, and we can let those emotions come through, we can heal those parts of ourselves. And so you can do this either by just sitting with it, or you can do some physical movements with it. You can kind of dance around with it and see what happens. And anytime you feel a resistance coming up in the future, whether it's resistance to the pain or resistance to a symptom, just try to have this dialogue with it. Because when we relate to the pain or the symptom in this way, then we no longer create more of that same problem that created the symptom. So how we relate to the pain is why we have the pain. So if we can begin to totally turn this paradigm on its head and relate to the pain in a way that's new and different, relate to the pain in a way that's more empowered and offers our pain a voice or offers our symptom a voice, then we begin to really make the shifts that are needed in order to get all of ourselves on board with where we want to be. Because a lot of times pain is just attached to one of our survival mechanisms. It's attached to a moment in time when we needed to shut down in order to survive. And so by going back to those places, by going back to those moments when we shut down and just having that conversation with the little girl or little boy who um, went through that, we begin to heal that part of ourselves in a way that doesn't really work if we're, we, the adult, are trying to help the younger version of ourselves. And so get on board with all of yourselves, whether it's your inner parent, your inner child, your inner warrior, your inner innocence, just begin to see that creating this new relationship with you is what moves you into fulfilling the vision that you have for yourself. And so that is my message for you today. I hope that makes lots of sense and I hope you can begin to open your heart to yourself, to your pain, to your symptoms. And um, and sending you my love and I'll see you 